Hello and welcome to my show conversation with Priya. I'm your host Priya Mishra and today is my guest, very special friend, Tim Binland. Tim Binland is the founder of Bean Talking. Tim helps people who wants to start podcasts for their business or personal life, but are overwhelmed by information overload. And he helps to get podcasts from podcast concept to podcast reality. He's also the man behind the experts blueprint channels on YouTube who interviews experts in their field. So I will recommend must follow is bringing very great story in their interesting angles. It will be, uh, you know, very interesting for you to watch and learn so many things from the from the many people he is bringing in this channel. So looking forward to hear more from the Tim Binland. Help me to welcome Tim today as my special guest. Hello and welcome to my show. Thank you for joining in, Tim. Yeah, good to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it's it's always an honor and pleasure to talk to you in different matters we have been communicating recently. Look, I was literally looking forward to this. So I would like to ask you one very generic question, but very important for us and audience to know how this whole journey started for the podcast. Well, I was born 26, 27 years. <laughs> I could go back that far. Um, but no, I am an absolute marketing and consumer behavior nerd. Um, I went into a marketing degree at 18 years of age and I would walk into businesses at that stage. It was around 2012, 2013. And I would ask them, um, what are you doing with this social media thing? So I just went social media. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was inspired by the likes of Gary Vaynerchuk and, and Kerman Ray and these, these types and anyway, I'd sit down with these business owners and they'd say nothing. Like, I'm not, I don't know this social media thing. I don't know how to use it. Yeah. And, and so I was doing these side hustles and throughout my, my university days, I was just walking out of lectures and then going and applying the information. Right. Fast forward a few years, I started a podcast, okay. um, very, very much like the conversation we're having right now. I was walking away from chats with mentors like Edward Zia, like um, another one, Fabian, another one, Jordan, who were the first couple guests on my show. Well, Ed came a little bit later. Um, and walking away from these chats going, why didn't I record that? They were very much mentoring me as a young, you know, entrepreneurial mind. They were mentoring me. I would then go away and make the classic selfie style video, right, yeah. of these meetings. But I had a whole bunch of people, you know, and I dealt with the the trolling and the, the like, who are you? Why, like, why are you doing this stuff? Tim's crazy. Tim's talking about, because I was talking about all these very mature subjects right. because, because I was getting it from these mentors, but people at my age, they're just not receptive to that. Right. And, and they were kind of like, who are you? You haven't had any experience. You haven't any any of that. Mm -hmm. So I decided to stop third hand explaining it and just get it directly from the source because if they're thinking i'm you know an imposter um which some people really like the content right but but majority of people of 18 years old when you're talking about self-discipline drive motivation they don't care right. so and then that's a broad brush but anyway i started recording these conversations with these business owners and i got to my 15th episode and one of the business owners said, oh, can you cut that up for me? Can you edit that for me? Because I just said stuff about my business right. that I haven't been able to get on camera before. Now, mm -hmm. 
keep in mind now I'm doing social media for people as well. I'm filming content for them. There's this one guy I work with, I hit record and he, he starts to freak out. <laughs> and um, so anyway, I answer this question and I go, you know, I'm still at uni. This stuff I'm doing is, is just a hobby. Like right. it, ta- it takes time for me to edit this. And now you're wanting me to chop all this stuff up. And he goes, he goes, Oh, I'll pay you. Mm. And I'm like, here we go. Okay. <laughs> now we're talking. Exactly. Now we're talking. So then this kind of led, I called my uncle straight away. I called yeah. my uncle. I said, Hey, Martin, um, I've just got paid to do a podcast. <laughs> I just got paid to, to, to interview. And, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it than just that. Right. Yeah. But just got paid. And he's like, you know what, Tim, I've been thinking about starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. Can you fly up to Sydney and yeah. we'll workshop this? We'll come up with a plan. So he's been a business owner his whole life too. Yeah. Come up with a, with a plan. Um, we'll go do some shopping, get all the gear, do all that stuff. And I'll be your first customer. So amazing, amazing, like push from my uncle to, to say, Tim, I think you have value here. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to push you into it. And by the way, I'll be your first customer and this is what I'll pay you. Mm-hmm. So that was the catalyst to starting the business. Wow. Um, and there's, there's many things that have branched off that, but to, to ask you, answer your question in that sense, it was very much coming from a marketing background, falling into podcasting, seeing the marketing benefits off the back end. And then having my uncle, who was amazing enough to give me a shot and go, Tim, I think you've got something here. Fly up to Sydney. You know, we'll, we, we spent a weekend workshopping it. And then that was the back end of 2019. And I started my business in 2020, this, right. this, this business in 2020. But I had the experience of being a BDM and sales because I did sales all the way through university as well. Sure, sure. Um, but also walking into those businesses too. Yeah. Um, but as in this product, this service, this offering, two years in. Right. Yeah. I, I love when I talk to young entrepreneurial mindset. You know, I love talking to them. We are starting a series for young entrepreneurs uh, very soon. Um, so Put this podcast straight on there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you can interview me again but you can also you can also just reuse this one if you want to um yeah, yeah no it is very very interesting i'm bringing that concept because i want to be providing that platform to bring that marketing aspect to the young entrepreneurs to give that exposure but interesting story and i love when i people get support and collaboration especially from the closed one um it, because it's easier the journey becomes much easier when you get that kind of a support so um you you are one of the lucky one and thanks to your uncle because we are very thankful to him that you are in our community okay if he wouldn't have been started this we wouldn't be talking here today and we wouldn't be working together for a while you know he's given he and and a, a whole range of people ed dear um stefan thomas fabian Pateau, johan nagura paul warren these are all names that have helped me along the journey, and there are many more. Mar- and I'll, I'll say my uncle's name, Martin Beanland. Yeah. Um, but Martin, in particular, that wording of just fly up to Sydney, stop thinking, fly up, 
yeah first opportunity it does matter a lot so that brings to my next segment like how many podcast have you done so far just yeah i've done i've published 62 mm-hmm. and i've probably recorded another 20 mm-hmm. um that are not published um i need to go back through that catalog and actually put them out yeah. um a, a bunch of them I probably won't release, but as of today, I've recorded 62. My right. U, my YouTube channel needs to catch up. It's lagging behind. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something I'm working very hard on um, and getting getting out. But I've published 62 podcasts today. Wow. So uh, do you know that I was recently reading a data from Podcast Insight and like nearly 200,000 um, podcasts is like out there. You know, there are many outdated, but they are already actively floating around. 48 million episode as of like, you know, in April, by April it was there. So highlight of the growth in podcast podcast industry is really, really tremendous, right? And there are a lot of people jumping into it and maintaining the quality just like a Google data is becoming harder and harder. You know, 8,000 blogs is getting posted every minute right so you can imagine the flood is coming you know in this ocean i call it internet is an ocean and keep sustainable please don't put the ocean but i'm just i'm I'm a big fan of creating the quality how do you think it is gonna turn out in in the near future for the businesses if this is how, how people are gonna maintain the quality out of it yeah fantastic couple questions there so one just to address the trend in podcasting yeah podcasting has been around for years but it, over the last five years it's seen this real boom mm-hmm. and the reason being is um any platform any entertainment platform follows the user follows the user experience yeah. the user experience of a podcast we are increasingly getting busy in our daily lives but we still want entertainment right. so if we're sweeping the floors or doing the vacuuming or washing the dishes a lot of people are listening to podcasts, be it a murder show, be it a business show, whatever it is. Now, also when we're driving, when we're commuting, you yeah. know, and, and when we're allowed to do that, more people are listening to podcasts and using their car time to learn. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, I listen to podcasts on my morning walk. I go for a right. walk every yeah. time. Yeah. So the accessibility of a podcast is the whole benefit of, yeah. of doing it. And that's why we've seen this meiotic rise because our lives are getting busier and busier and busier and busier, but we still want entertainment. So if, you know, our entertainment when we stop is like YouTube, Netflix, TV, but our entertainment on the go is podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, yeah, I think you'd agree. In terms of where this is going, to answer your second question, the sky is the limit, but it's also, as you, as you say, the, so there's, there's sky and great, and I could give a really altruistic answer. Um, and there's also kind of maybe the, the bloody waters of it all. Yeah. So the, the positive side of it is I believe every business will have a podcast of some sort. Right. It, is, it is an incredibly powerful yeah. content generation machine. Mm-hmm. Um, in any podcast, I create anywhere from five to 20 videos specifically yeah. mm-hmm. that I can then edit, repurpose, publish, and put out on social yeah. that is authentic and genuine and a lot better than just robotically being in front of a camera. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so where it's going is if businesses are good enough, mm-hmm. they have the ability to produce a boatload of content that speaks directly to their customers if they're smart about it. Right. Now, how do we keep up the quality? We keep up the quality by being smart about it. Don't mess around with bad equipment. Yeah. Don't don't mess around with bad equipment. Like I've I've spent 10 to 20 grand on equipment. Now, mm-hmm. people don't you don't have to do that. This microphone that I'm speaking into right now costs $150. You can get it on special for $130 or even $115. Sometimes I've seen it. Okay. The boom arm is $130. Yeah. But this just plugs in to my computer and I'm ready and I'm off and running and my audio sounds crisp and clear. Now, you can take it to another level. Right now, I'm actually recording video on another camera. Mm -hmm. And I'm recording audio from this Zoom H5, okay, so that I can have content. And hello, everyone. I'm going to cut this up. This is, this is you know, prayer. But that's because I'm taking it to another level. Yeah. Now, most people won't do that. And, like, the real opportunity is most people won't bother. Hmm. The other thing you can do is look at, so if we're doing this online, mm-hmm. Um, how can you improve the quality of your online space? So I might do something here for people watching along. Yeah. Um, right now I'm using a camcorder as my camera. Right. All right. I'm going to swap right now to a webcam. Mm. Okay. This is the webcam. Yeah. You can see it's still okay. It, yeah. It's it's not bad, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not bad, but it's clearly not as good. I've also got some lighting. So there's lighting here. Yeah. There's lighting here. Yeah. And then this is this is my camera that's on on this. Right. Okay? Now, sorry everybody, that was um, we do that, and sorry if you're listening along. <laughs> but you know, you can see the quality difference right now, and yeah. yes, it requires a bit of an investment. <laughs> but what's the experience that your customers are getting on the back end? Right. If you don't sound good, now even Zoom is a great platform. If you just want to start your podcast and you can send a Zoom link to somebody and you can hit record, you can do a podcast. If you can have a conversation with somebody and you can hit Zoom and then record, you can do a podcast. Yeah. But there's tools that can make the online experience a lot better. Yeah. You and I are going to film some content soon. Um yeah. I'm going to do that on Riverside. I showed you Riverside the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Riverside's a paid platform, but it it gives you a much higher quality video, much higher quality sound because yeah. it records at the local source. Right, right. Now, again, you can get as simple and as complicated as this is possible. Yeah. But if you're talking about quality, these are some things you can look into. You can look into lighting. You can look into equipment as in video. You can look into audio as in microphones and you can look into software. Right. All of those three things will, will help you. I hope those answered the questions on, on, on um, where it's going, the, the top end, and then, and then how we can position quality. Yeah. yeah. And I, to add to that, I would like to put that, you know, 
think about it, the content you are gonna produce, you know, because I'm a big fan of cre creating a good quality content as well. Yes, it is required the equipment and technicality has to be correct as you, as Tim suggests, but I'm a big believer of having a good quality content. If you wanna be becoming a leader in your field and you wanna be a thought leader and you wanna be, you know, authentic with your real knowledge, then of course, this is the best platform you can actually showcase. But you have to come up with a little prep with that. You know, there is no doubt about the people are geniuses in their area, but they need to actually prepare to produce the right content. Otherwise, it goes all over the place. Um, yeah. 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 I, I also want to add to that. It's also quality of content, but it's also context of that content. If the message isn't good, it's, it's not going to land. Ed Zia is a great example of this. Ed Zia's quality of content is terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, he'll be listening to this and he, he, he'll admit that his selfie style videos is, is is from a videographer point of view i scroll past i've scrolled past heaps of his videos because i didn't like it but but he still made some videos where the context of the message was so good that i wanted to find out more about him i went and found out more about him I then did a podcast interview with him. Yes. He then sold me on his product. Right. By by him, by me interviewing him, he yes. sold he sold me. Okay. Yes. Now he doesn't have quality content. He has contextual good message. So if quality is the thing that because that sometimes stops people, they think I need this awesome podcast on the site. I just told you I spent 10 grand on equipment, right? That would scare people away. Right, right. Some other people can spend $250 on equipment. The quality might be not be as good, but it gets you started. And yeah. if, your if your message is good enough, yeah. Yeah. then it cuts through. So if I had to choose between quality versus message, I'll choose message every single day of the week. Yeah. But if I can choose between, um, if I can get good quality and a good message, that's that's where you win with your content yeah so when i actually talk about quality content it means it is context has to be relevant you know your intent yeah. and your intent because if you're talking about overall psychometric the people should be actually redirected to you by that intent that they are actually looking for you you know so the context yeah. is of course part of the quality message for sure you know you get it you get it yeah so yeah, so that brings to my next question. When you, I mean, how podcasting helps reach new potential customers and clients? Mm -hmm. for, for myself specifically or for, for other people? For you and for your people whom you are actually, I know you have been educating a couple of podcasters. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming you have that answer, how we are going to actually reach out to our potential customer using the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So how the, the question um, that I get a lot, how do I monetize my podcast? Of course. Now, the first thing is if you're going to start a podcast because you think it is the new tactic mm -hmm. that'll make you money, stop and think about doing it. Because it's taken me four years to get a podcast to a point where I can actually start monetizing it. Now, some people have done it quicker than that. Yeah. Some people have done it quicker than that. And that is fantastic. So there's a couple of answers to this. How I monetize my podcast is my business being talking is the advertiser on that show. Hmm. So at the start and at the end of every show, at the end, at the moment, because I'm doing a little bit of a testing, 
But at the end of every show, I go, this show, a, a quick word from our sponsor, this show was powered by Bean Talking. Bean Talking helps you produce one to three months worth of content in 45 minutes of your time. How we do that is we meet with you weekly, fortnightly, monthly, and we shoot content. I go away and make it look amazing and get your brand seen. It works for uh, book authors, keynote speakers, and business owners. If you want to find out more, do this. So I put that ad at the back end of my show. Yeah. Because yeah. I've got a podcast that people listen to, they then hear that message right. and they then contact me. Yeah. I leave my calendar link. They book in a time with me and talk. That's how I monetize it. The other way is the relationships that you build on the back end. I've had guests on my show that I've built relationships with because I spent 45 minutes of time with them. And then I just ask them, what's going on in your business? Sometimes they have a problem that I can't help them with. But guess what? I know someone that can help them with that problem. Yeah. yeah. Or um, they do have a problem that I can help them with. Yeah. The amount of times that people have gone, wow, like because I go and set up physically with them. Right. I get the lights out. I get the camera going. I get a good quality product. They go, what other video can you do? Mm. Mm. So that's, for me, it's my sponsorship and relationship building. For other people, they might have a super niche thing. They might have a podcast about how to grow an immaculate beard, <laughs> okay, and it's super niche down. And Dollar Shave Club comes along and goes, I want to get in front of that audience yeah. because I know men with beards watch that show and we want to provide razors to men's with beard because we've got like facial hair products and we've got razors that they can shave their neck some of them might be bald so we've also got those products so if your podcast is niched enough it'll attract um it'll attract sponsors also if your podcast is a niche you'll get a you get an audience a lot quicker yeah. now my podcast is a business entrepreneurial podcast right there's millions of those out there. So what makes mine stand out from, from the next one? What makes my podcast stand out from your podcast? Yeah. On the face level, nothing. So on the face level, nothing. Our podcasts are the same. You're beating me on YouTube. Right. Okay. You are. and I, you, you are because I haven't spent the time on YouTube. Yeah. But the, the point there is, you know, effectively, but the, what does separate it is your interview style is different to my interview style. Sure. Some people are going to love the way you interview. Some people are going to love the way I interview. Some people are going to love both of us. Right. right. So I'm going on your podcast. You're going on my podcast. Both of our audience is going to listen to us. Hopefully the ones listening to me are going to come over to my show um, as well. I'd, I'd love it if you did. Um, but my audience is going to go over to your show as well. So, so... But what's separating us, like the broad end? So broad end ones will get sponsorship, yeah. but you got to have a lot of numbers. So that's the other way. Sponsor, you got to have a lot of numbers yeah. because as an advertiser, they want to know that they're getting in front of X percentage of people. So that's why in terms of monetization, if you can niche down as much as possible, mm -hmm. like if you're a marketing show, marketing is quite broad. So, but do you want to just talk about marketing or do you want to talk about affiliate marketing mm. or do you want to talk about B2B marketing or do you yeah. want to talk about, um, do you want to talk about sales? Do you want to talk about logistics? Like, 
Do you want to talk about web development? What in marketing do you want to talk about? Or are you happy to go broad because you'll enjoy it? Because this is the other thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's taken four years for me to actually get any traction on this thing. Again, yeah. I'll say other people have done it quicker. Yeah. But I've, I enjoy the process. Right. I, I love editing. I love it. I, I, I genuinely enjoy this stuff. So monetary gain, it's not just return on investment. It's also return on effort. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, I, I calculate 15 different metrics when it comes to that. Please. ROI, you know, so there are different metrics you can actually calculate your ROI other than just monetary and dollar term. So there are many, many effect comes under that. I enjoy talking to the people. So I go in a very broader aspect. I like to, I would like to talk to any entrepreneur who has a special message to talk about. And especially if it is very much in, oriented towards the impact you know, and um, also the intention and psychometrics. And, you know, I'm very much a research type of person. So I bring a very broad topic, you know, in my, in my podcast. And uh, that's, and I like to bring the success story to inspire people, you know, so that they, I have a, a whole range of that. And I, I'm doing podcasts, not, not because of the monetary aspect, I'm doing podcasts because I enjoy knowing more and more people and the, their story and, and the, their influential aspect of it, you know? So I love talking people and I started this on that aspect, you know? But different people could have a different purpose for that. And you, you were spot on, you were spot on. So like, yes, I talked about the importance of niching, but if you get enjoyment out of having a broader podcast because it gives you an ability to talk to different people, then you're winning. For me, I've spoken to Jim Penman from Jim's Mowing. I've spoken yeah. to Stefan Thomas of, of um, Business Networking with Dummies. I've spoken to a Paralympic athlete. Yeah. Um, I've spoken to a guy um, that, you know, what else, like a financial planner, mortgage broker, um, a guy that writes books. Like I've had such a different array of people on the show and someone could look at that and go, oh, your podcast doesn't have a clear message. Like it doesn't, it doesn't define, but it does because the underlying message is experts blueprint. So the title of the experts blueprint, unlock a blueprint to your success. I'm talking to people who are experts in their field at a particular thing. Yeah, you know, I bring you on. You're an expert at marketing for CTOs and CEOs. Yeah, big yeah. level marketing. What needs to be done if you've got a, you know, a big business? That's your speciality. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I want to talk to you about. Sure. But but for other people, it's different. Like, and that's where a broad podcast can be so beneficial because it yeah. gives you that ability. So, yeah. um, I think I'm really pumped for you. I think you've done all the right moves with, with your show. Yeah. Thank you. So that, that brings to our next question. How podcasting can help businesses in area of branding, networking, and relationship building? We have been talking about it recently, like you just mentioned it, that you build a relationship beyond that. Majority of podcasters I have noticed, they do not reach out to them after they, they have, mm. you know? Like with me, I, have, I interview them, I build the relationship and keep them into my loop. You know, even in social media, I, you know, interact with them quite often, you know, mm. so it, it is not just ending up where a podcast ends, the relationship goes way beyond and doesn't have to be they have to buy my service. You know, there are many people I interviewed, the chances of they buying my services are very thin, right, but it's okay. 
but having that relationship it actually boosts my morals and my inspiration to reach out to at that level you know uh, uh. so what do you say about that you know how do you encourage people to keep going on that relationship path yeah yeah um i'll touch on the brand thing first and then i'll go into um i'll go into the relationship and it it all all works yeah. so a podcast gives you an ability to be a thought leader mm. to be a thought leader increases your ability to build relationships yeah how you build relationships with your podcast now i've been guilty of this in the past right. some episodes i've done i haven't kept up with the um with the guest mm-hmm. you know i've done 62 but a big majority i have um a big majority i have that have led to really good friendships and relationships yeah stefan thomas for example i've been doing some really good work with him and it's because Mm -hmm. i went on the podcast with him yeah um who else you know um johan episode 15 johan um he has mentored me in so many things in business and um I, I met him via the podcast but we've become friends I've gone over to his house and played board games with him yeah. and four of his friends and I met him on the show but then when I was at the board game his wife wanted to start a podcast and guess what we then we then I then helped her with a podcast right. so like that was amazing and how I did it was it's just the real opportunity is most people don't bother that's not my quote that's Stefan's quote yeah. real opportunities most people don't bother and and you know when you do the episode and you've published it send the links to that person right yeah here you go like here it is i'd love for you to like share it i'd love for you to listen yeah. they'll share it to their network and then you know a week later hey you know this po- like tell them how the podcast is performing yeah. like and it doesn't have to be amazing metrics even if it's getting 20 downloads yeah. but you'll get someone like because you met you'll link the podcast to other people and ask for their feedback you might get feedback on it right. so when as soon as you get feedback message that person <laughs> yeah of course you know even if it's like months later i've had shows where someone's going hey tim i just listened to your episode with a guy um, who had come out of prison and now runs a six-figure business. Right. That was awesome. I messaged that guy. Mm. Or, Tim, I just missed, I just uh, listened to Joel's episode where you both talked about your mental health. That's amazing. I screenshot that and I sent it to Joel. Right, right. Yeah, right. you know, and that's just keeping up the relationship because Pete, some people go on a lot of podcasts. Yeah. So it's like, how are you remembered? So just message keep them updated like tasia um tasia i had tasia on um my uncle messaged me like months out like probably 12 months after that show and then i messaged tasia i said hey tasia my uncle told me he listened to your show and he got this this and this out of it right yeah it, going that extra level of, of just keeping in touch with people i think is the, is the way to build the relation there's yeah. so much more you can do but but that would be the one thing I would. Yeah, I would. and it builds your reputation as well. You know, it's, mm. it's ultimately everybody is talking about reputation management. It's a one another form of building the one another element you are actually contributing towards your um, reputation management. So, yeah. very interesting angle. That brings to my closure question before okay. we go. What do you think? How we can actually encourage more and more people to join in to this wave and what tip you want to give them to the very start of people mm. i just want to say like you might not like this answer 
Um, but if you feel forced th- to do it, if you feel like it should be the next thing you do because Gary Vaynerchuk is telling you you need to do a podcast, <laughs> right. right, It it stop. And I'm sure Gary would, would agree with that. Don't do it just because Gary's telling you to do it. If you want to do a podcast, call me. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to do a podcast, have a think about what your message is. Distill that down. And and clearly, if you want to do a podcast and it's been something you want to do for a while, Mm. you've got a message worth sharing. Yeah. And that should be the thing you hold on to. You can elicit conversations with people. You've just you've asked me questions and I've talked for about 30 minutes and blabbed on. That's a skill. Yeah. You you've got a skill set to ask me really good questions. Thank you. So so what is it? What is your message that you want to share and get it out there? And then lastly, equipment is the thing that people really get hung up on. Yeah. As a as I said, you can look at a figure like 10 grand. Yeah. I started my podcast with this. Hmm. Um, with with this here, I just use these two two things. Right now, I'm actually recording into it, as I said. Yeah. Um, these two two audio things. This was four hundred bucks, so hmm. I started with four hundred bucks. You can go out and buy lapel mics and hmm. a and a, a thing that plugs into your phone for two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, sure. right. Start at the level you feel comfortable with, hmm. and move up from there. Yeah. That's 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 the advice I would give is one, you've got a message worth sharing. And then when it comes to equipment, start with a budget you're comfortable with and then upgrade down the line. That's how I, I, I see it. And that's that's the most powerful thing you can do um, if you want to start. Great, great. So to reach out to the people, I know you are very active on social media and all because that's how we have been connecting for a long time now. And of course, thanks to Edward Gia for our connection. Um, but yes, I would like you to you know, tell me which is the most specific you would like to be connected with and all the details will be given in the description anyway. Yeah, definitely. So uh, LinkedIn is the best one. If you search for name Tim Beanland, B-E-A-N-L-A-N-D. Um, if you want to start a podcast, uh, you can actually reach me. I'm very active in a group called How to Start a Podcast, which is my group. Um, that is on Facebook. I have just started a LinkedIn version if you're not on Facebook. Um, I give daily tips about podcasting in there. In there, you'll also find a free PDF of all the equipment you need to start your podcast on any budget. I go through from beginner all the way through to professional in a one PDF document. No more Google searching YouTube reviews, okay? The PDF document, it's all there. You can you can download that or just contact me directly on LinkedIn and I'll give you a copy of the book as well. Um, or I'm sure it'll be in the, the description below. Right. So all the details will be given in description below. Thank you so much for joining in. I really appreciate your time today. And um, I to my audience, if you haven't like subscribe and comment and you know engage with us, please be do so. We are building the community here, so you'll be getting a lot of community oriented feed from the team as well. So you'll be listening a lot of good stuff from him. Thank you so much for joining in, everybody today. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It was an absolute pleasure. I'm looking forward to having you on my podcast. Um, so please let's let's book in our time for that. Honored, honored. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for watching this video. If you liked it, uh, like, comment, and subscribe if you haven't already done it. To know more about us, visit www.corporality.global. And also, you can find more about Priya Mishra is on priya.sydney.